to the TZR Podcast, episode 199. God damn. I'm, God damn. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Shock. What is up? I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hello. And I'm joined by Liz Lysui. Good evening. Yeah. I panic every single time it comes to me. I, I just, your fault, Liz, by the way. I want you to know that. <laughs> I panic. I just want you to know that when you said my name, lightning flashed outside. So I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, you There's are you are Alex. Shocking, raining, crazy, yeah. crazy rain. Yeah, crazy rain. Dude, you see the the notices for tomorrow? Like, yeah. I'm getting a little nervous. I've already gotten two emails from my power company being like, "Your power so, will go out. It will yeah. go out. Or just like, Be we afraid. Are dedicated to getting it back up. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. it's I like appreciate that. I hope it literally says, "Hope you like that. reading and have candles." Yeah, all of your shit's going down. Cue the text from my mom that's like, charge your phone. Yeah, make yeah. sure everything's charged. <laughs> Should definitely be doing that. Is it really going to be that hard? Like, I know it says. That's what they say. I see. Uh, so I looked at it. It's it says the rain's going to start at 9 a.m. tomorrow, but it doesn't get really bad until 3 o'clock. And between 3 and 5, it's going to be like hardcore torrential downpour and 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah. So. Am I allowed to get off work for that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I feel like I should get a snow day. day. Yeah, yeah. You should just unplug your computer <laughs> and be like, "Power's out." Sorry, I did. <laughs> and I, my like, phone my died. My power went out the other day, and I was like, "I probably should just stop." I couldn't stop. Oh. I have a. It uh, was not an excuse. Is Jenny still in your house? Does she still shame you when you don't work? No, she was not. Cool. I shame her for working though. Yeah. <laughs> Too long. Not this way, but the other way. Yeah. Where are you saying? I was gonna say I have a softball game tomorrow, but. It's probably gonna be canceled i imagine I would that probably not go to that i think that just adds another layer of uh difficulty and challenge list yeah <laughs> yeah that's hard that's mode. A le- lethal mode the ball's coming in and it just whips to the left <laughs> you gotta be ready for anything yeah that's right and it does three times damage <laughs> i play <Yeah. laughs> so i have been playing a couple games recently um what? have you guys seen these sales on like playstation store and uh and steam and stuff yeah i have not not recently no What's there's some on? good sales going on right now you can get stuff for pretty cheap just, just like the summer sale stuff yeah yeah, yeah. i felt I like that wasn't really too much it's all I, it's all the most mainstream stuff so in our case yeah. it's like most of the stuff we've like, already oh, we've played. played most of it I don't for know. Sure. I feel like at this point now we're gamers where like if I want to play something, I buy it. Like well, I'm not waiting yeah. for a sale and there's not a lot there's that I'm like, gamers, oh, I should have played that. Well, I found a perfect opportunity that is exactly that. Something that I should have played but have only somewhat recently had the opportunity to play. Okay. Uh, so I picked up Astrobot Rescue oh, Mission nice. for, oh, yeah. for $10. Oh, you on that? That's yeah. Right. yeah, ten bucks. I picked that up. It's it funny. My brother was over and he was just like, "Oh, I've never done the VR stuff," and I was like, "Oh, well, let's do something cool." Um, and I tried to get VR World set up for whatever reason. It just was not working. So I was like, "Fuck!" And then you know, and this is just like my OCD that bothers me. I started VR Worlds, and within two seconds, a trophy unlocked for it. And I'm like, "Fuck!" Now this trophy list is gonna be in my <laughs> queue forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got Astrobot. And uh, Astrobot, we played for a little while, and I was kind of like watching him play um, because I've seen it before, but I've never actually played it myself. But uh, I will be deleting that file and starting it myself, uh, <laughs> yeah. playing that thoroughly. It's just soon. a solid platformer. Yeah, I have not. Is it like uh, is it like Moss at it all? It looks I'm a lot like Moss. Yeah, I haven't played Moss. Yeah. All right. 
it's like it's, a, it's you're like a third you're... party person looking at a thing and then you control yeah. the thing on the yeah okay yeah but you still interact yeah. with yeah things Most like similar to that you like okay. move blocks around so the mouse can climb it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's cool i'm down. Yeah. i like moth a lot so i definitely think i need more vr stuff yeah for 10 bucks i was like i'll play this for 10 bucks no problem you know i got a code for yeah, sure. that I, I need to try what's um, that i have a code for the new iron man game that came out oh wow so really might, yeah so that might be pretty flying cool. one yeah iron oh, man they, vr they that, was, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was hyped last year that looked really cool do you they, lie down flat on the table in front of you while you VR and like? Do you not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what you're supposed to do? I, I'm supported in the air in a harness. Suspended, right, with yeah. your second wing. Okay, that's right. Yeah, it, it it has multiple purposes. Nice. I don't know why. Well, why else would you have a swing in your room? Uh, uh, Liz, don't look at me I like wish that. You, wish Just, I hadn't said that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on. Oh man. Um, I get lonely, guys. But yeah, so so other other than that, um, I've just been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. which I know you guys have also been playing a lot. Yeah, and I've, yeah, and I've heard that. I've heard you guys have some feelings that you want to discuss about this game. Talk about it. Hardcore, it? no spoilers. I'm like only twenty percent of the way into Act Two, so. Okay, I mean, like Liz. Though. Okay. Did you Did you finish it? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I crushed that game. Yeah, Liz I devoured on. it. Yeah. Uh, I just I unhooked just got... my jaw and swallowed it whole. Gross. Gross. Okay. <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that. I w- yeah. Too far. Away. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at you on the video camera, and as you said that, I imagined exactly what that would look like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I am about. I got to Act Three, and I'm like sort of maybe yeah. 50. percent I was doing all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. Oh, so you? I feel like you have thoughts now. That you wanted to convey that you couldn't. But you no, can't. I, but you can't do some, it. Some something happened at some point that I was like, I uh, wanted to send you a picture, but I couldn't because none of you were at the spot yet. Okay. So, so now you're there. I can do it. Okay, so Liz, if you beat the game, did you did you platinum it? Did you platinum this game? Um, I not yet. No. Okay. I did do. Uh, you do not get the platinum by doing a hundred percent. Yeah. So I haven't looked up the other, the rest of the trophies to see what they are. Um, but I I imagine they're not that. I know there's one for. I'll figure it out. I know there's one for kicking someone off a cliff, 300 style. So do that. Okay. (laughs) I can do that. I did that once. That was fun. And then I got a trophy. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is. (laughs) Those are the good feeling ones. Yeah. It's a silver too, I think. Which is. Yeah, I have not done that. Bizarre. Um, but yeah. So what's what's your most up to date feelings on this game? So I. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So I feel like our. My original concerns were valid. Like, I feel like we originally talked about the game. I was like, I don't know, it's kind of slow. And a lot of these scenes are getting a little repetitive. I'm getting a little sick of watching this same thing over and over. And uh, it totally did. So I'll start by saying, overall, I think it's a good game. Yeah. Like, I mean, probably put it in, in, like, the sevens. Like, it's a perfectly... Adequate. You think it's a seven? Yeah, I would put it. So not seven. better than Assassin, any of Assassin's Creed in recent memory. Um, I would say the story is probably a little better. The story picks up also. First act, story act one was like very kind of I don't really give a shit what's going on. Um, but they all they tie they tie it together. Like the more the more you play, the more the story becomes important. Um, 
And Assassin's Creed, I feel like that's not the case. I feel like the more you play, the less you care about the main story. A seven feels but, low to me. Because, like, like, what's an eight for you, then? Because, like, an eight to me is, like, I'm going to recommend this to basically everybody. Okay, yeah, semantics, semantics. Sorry, go ahead. I would say if we're, if we're on the scale of seven is good, eight is great, nine's amazing, and ten is perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would put it at seven. Like, it's good. Yeah. Seven, five, maybe. Like, it's, like, pretty good. Okay. <laughs> So, it's a I, like it. yeah, it's a like it. I can, I think, I think part of it comes from I've played so many of this type of game sure, that yeah. there's certain like level or like expectations and like there's holes now that I can kind of pick at in it and say like I wish this was different. Like notable things of like small technical things of like if I if I'm on a ladder and I jump down onto my horse, I should just get on my horse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have to get down and then get up on the horse. And, like, as much as we all, you all, shit on Assassin's Creed, a lot of the reason I think I had problems with it is because I was like, here are all the things I can do in Assassin's Creed that I can't do in this game. Okay, it, okay. It totally has, like, new IP syndrome. Yes, 100%. Um, where there are just some things that... I think we'll get polished out if they do a sequel or, you know, if uh, Sucker Punch makes another open world game. Yeah, like the fact that R2 is the, it's just a catch-all for anything. Anything you want to do in this game, just press R2. And then At first talking... I thought that was convenient, but no. there are times where it's like, this is really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pick up these supplies and now I've scurried underneath this thing yep. and all of a sudden yeah. I got four guys facing me and I'm like, then I got to hit R2 again and I scurry back underneath <laughs> I've yeah. definitely yeah. had that happen to me, so, yeah. So that's what I mean. There's, like, a couple things that <clears throat> I feel like are a little... And, like, it gets a little... It's really long, and by the end, it gets very repetitive, and you can't skip anything. And the if you're playing stealth, and it's also probably because I played stealth, it gets very repetitive. There's really only, like, one way to kill people. You don't really get, you don't really get any stealth abilities mm -hmm. the abilities are really limited you only get like two sword abilities and like one yeah. stealth ability i don't think and it's really built all to that, be that which but it's i i i understand but here's but i my... think it's weird they set up this whole system of like resolve and like how that's gonna you're like oh great i'm gonna build up all this resolve because i'm gonna get a bunch of abilities my first one is heal and then nothing else ever comes of it i use a, i use it all the time though but i yeah. use I mean, that's much more on the abilities that you get. Like and the like triangle the sword circle, the R1, yeah. L1. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying, Liz. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex, did I take... Are you... No, you can go. I'll, I'll, I got a point after. Um, I was just going to say, it sounds like there are a lot of like mechanical things. Definitely yeah. things that I didn't really feel, probably because I didn't. I don't play Assassin's Creed as much as you. So there's, comparisonly, like I definitely know that this is more Assassin's creed than most of the games that I've played in very recent years, right? Um, so I get, I get what you're saying. I, I haven't really run into most of those, and I would still say that in my eyes, it would probably be more, I guess, around like an eight. And I'm definitely not doing as much stealth because I feel like that's more boring. So I, and I feel like I get much more out of the game when I'm going in loud. Um, and it seems more fun for me. But uh, I definitely will ad admit the repetitiveness has hit me pretty hard in Act 3. And I had no problem yeah. stepping away this weekend and not playing it. Act 2 also... really slowed it down for me. Um, like, I was fine. I did everything in Act 1. And I liked it. And this... The story was like fine, but I got to act two and I'm like, this is fucking huge. And there's a lot to do here and I can't like uncover everything. And it turned into a little bit more of a slog 
I mean, I stopped caring about the question marks uh, a lot in Act Two. I, I still don't mind them as much. The game is just so beautiful, and I really do love the combat. Like the, yeah, the me melee too. combat is really satisfying, yeah. and that's been bringing me through it. Um, I have started to integrate more um, of the the second, the like the kunai and all of his like. The ghost uh, weapons. It feels yeah, good to use like, them. Like yeah. it, it, it feels like a less, like precise Honorable, Batman. Yeah. You know, because like in so, Batman, you need to use them at a certain time, but in this, you're just kind of like, eh, throw a grenade. <laughs> so here's the thing yeah. that is, I, I guarantee Assassin's Creed does better, and Batman does better, and almost any open world game does better. I am so fucking annoyed at like going into battle, and I have no idea where any of those are because they're. Like, how do you switch from kunai to oh, dude, uh, I'm still sticky bomb, or agree. to yeah. your or to your other? I, I don't want to spoil things. Like, just to your, some of your other things that are because you. It's sorry, not like, easy to switch between gadgets. It, it, it's it's not that it's not easy. It's just kind of like it's unnatural. The categorizations are all off. If you press yeah. L2, the, the categorizations like, are off. There are yeah. L2 to do these active weapons, yeah. but then R2 to do these stealth weapons, but, but then R2 is for act. Like, it, it makes yeah. no like sense. L2, L2, and then you go over to like the bow, for example, but then you have to go back to the, the buttons to change what that is. Yeah. But that's all different for a different Every weapon. time I try and switch to the sticky bomb, I equip my sh my half bow. Every yeah. time, like, <laughs> I just I can it, never get it right. It things like that. Just just put it on a wheel. Just give me everything on a wheel, or wheel. just like give me a better like user experience there, because that that so is the weakest part to me. Yeah, if I recall, like games like Horizon Zero Dawn did this because like in yeah. that you're you're adjusting a similar level of items and traps and different yeah, weapons right. and all this kind you of stuff. You have like eight weapons that yeah. you can equip. Yeah, and I think it did this a little bit more smoothly, for sure. And I, I feel like Assassin's, not Assassin's Creed, sorry, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, like, I remember saying and commenting, like, when that game came out, the mechanics of changing your weapon and the combat is, like, feels so natural and is so mm. intuitive, even though it's very complicated to have all these things. Like, it's this is the right way to do it. Yeah. And then you play this game and you're like, this is the wrong way to do it. <laughs> it is the least, it's the least intuitive, like secondary weapon system I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, and it like, even if it slowed down time for you when you held down either of those buttons, that would be helpful. But on one uh, button it does and on the other button it doesn't. Really? I See, I just don't, <laughs> sometimes it's like, okay, now R2 is the does, time. L2 does not. Oh so that's super annoying when you're trying wanted... to like, like there's that one sorry no, <laughs> there's that one where you like you throw and they make it they say it's like a stealth weapon but it does damage and it alerts everybody to where you are so i'm like yeah. i'd rather use this like offensively but then you can't switch to it in the middle of battle because it doesn't slow time down so then i'm just guys are wailing on me i'm trying to get to this stupid like oh, bomb thing and i'm like oh thing. forget about it. the black powder yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's even, such a waste that doesn't even go off right away like like I'll switch to it and then I'll like press the button to release it, but the, like it won't go. Or like sometimes, and this is sort of on the other end of the spectrum. There's a sword guy coming at me, right? And I'm like, oh, I gotta switch stances, so I press R2. Is it? R yep. See, now I'm getting all confused. It doesn't R2 register. R2 and exit. It doesn't register. So my guy just jumps in place. Yes, yes. I just, I'm all the time. time. <laughs> I mean, like a duel. I'm in a duel and it's like really yeah. tense. The wind's blowing, and you just <laughs> like I break out the sword and I'm like bunny hopping around. I'm yeah. Like, I've been liking to. I've been liking uh, like recording the duels if I do them like first time through, so I get the full like 
video in the beginning and then the whatever. Yeah. And then mid-time, when I jump, I just turn I turn off the game and I start restart the entire thing. <laughs> it just doesn't look cool at all, yeah, and it, it happens really a lot. Um, but all that to say, I, I, the honeymoon phase is over, but I am still really enjoying it. Probably top five most beautiful open world games. Yeah, yeah like I mean, that, that's the part artistic of artistic direction. I'll that's say. definitely the, yeah. the element of it that moves it from, like, a good to, to what I would consider a great game. Because, like... Even when I'm looking at, you know, and I mean, like, it's not a fair comparison because they came out at different times, but even something like Horizon Zero Dawn, it's like when you're looking around that map, it's like, it's like, okay, like, I, I see what this looks like. But I feel like in in Ghost of Tsushima, you have, like, you know, the, the leaves are blowing off the trees and, like, I don't know. I just feel like often I'm, like, standing at the edge of a cliff just looking out and being like, holy shit, this looks really good, you know? Yeah. And even just, yeah. it, it, not everything is really detailed. Um but there are some things they pay attention to. Like if you do the, the circle triangle move mm-hmm. and you like you kill a guy, it's like you go through him and the blood flies and then there's like yeah. this kind of gust of wind and then the guy yeah. like sort of like that is so yeah. cinematic and cool. Yeah. Um and there I are... feel like it's all designed really well, but I don't know if it's always executed really well, which I think is what holds it back for me. I, think I wear that traveler's uniform a lot and I'm really sick of walking that cape clip through my shoulder like yeah. every time i walk anywhere it's it, I, I think it's almost gotten worse like i don't know if there was a patch update but it's gotten like real bad now well, there's, i play it there's mm-hmm. some late game armor too that has a lot of clipping um that's sort of driving me crazy but... yeah and which i would say so is much and necessarily... you're trying to enjoy this and i just it, it maybe it was too ambitious or um, well, so i it's, think it's, it's just a very polished thing but executed okay it's really just a polish thing, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, like, everything that the game's doing design-wise, I think it, it succeeds at, but it's really just, like, that last that last 10%. Like, why can't I just jump directly on my horse? Like, probably the most annoying common thing that happens in that regard for me is, like, if I'm running around on foot, like, I want to be able to call the horse and then immediately get onto the horse moving at the same speed or faster than what I am while running, but it's like this, the second you get Shadow on the horse, the you have to style. you have to keep like tapping the uh, the the fucking sprint button. So like, because it's once you get on the horse, then you have to activate sprint again, and it's like, what the hell? I uh, will actually tell you if you're running in a direction, like just running, and then you call the horse, the horse will actually run alongside. Oh you. yeah, so but you, but that's no. what I'm saying. So if it runs alongside of you, and then you hit R two to get on the horse, you slow yeah. down for a second because yeah, like yeah, yeah. once you get on the horse, you have to yeah. like mash sprint again yeah, to get yeah. it to keep moving and also that that horse doesn't it doesn't come fast enough like it's there's a lot of horse this and like the thing of like you running and the horse comes and you hop on the horse that mechanic is in so many games yeah like at at some point (laughs) that's like the level right this is the level like this is not impressive anymore like this is what's adequate this is what you need to do yeah and the fact that that horse takes forever that i've basically i'm basically at my mark by the time i call that horse I look, forget but, it. I'll just run there. Look, but thank God, like that's that's on the negative side with that horse. I actually, the horse navigates the world pretty well. Um, Once you're like on the horse, I think it's great. He I doesn't bump into things. Yeah. Jumping off of it for it to hit the ground and then get back yeah. on it. That's great. The fact that it just gets you can get right back up after it's absolutely just 
crush you do itself. The, uh, Dude, I I have done that. Yoshi thing, right? I've done that yeah. so many times. I like that. I I've I actually that. feel terrible each time. Like when it jumps too far, I and I just see it like there. literally crumple onto the ground, or like I jump off to get into a fight, and I accidentally slash the horse, and it makes this terrible oh, I noise. Feel so bad. And I'm like, oh god. I absolutely I feel... like if I jump and I know it's gonna hurt the horse, I will figure out a way around because i'm not going to hurt it at the expense of getting there yeah can't do it i i i uh i like when you take the sword out on the horse and you're like diving towards like these uh these enemies i feel so bad because if you don't hit them with kunai's or something first and they hit the horse you looked cool right before the horse gets hit and then you fly off the horse <laughs> face plant and yeah, slide on the ground. yeah it looks terrible have you yeah. ever accidentally like slashed your horse with your sword yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying Immedi like uh, immediately like definitely. the first time it's like right away the beginning <laughs> oh my of the game. God, I did it one time i was so horrified oh it's square because to get he, on this horse right because then, he, <laughs> because then he runs from you yes they did the same thing i was like it's square yeah. to get up right and then he runs away from you and then i kept chasing after him and kept calling him and he was like fuck no bitch i'm well, not going back here anymore he I literally ran from me in terrible. the defense of the game, I would uh, like all of these mechanical issues. I definitely see like that's definitely polished, right? Yeah. But I would say in the in the eyes of making it a samurai movie esque game, like where all of these anime samurai animes have come from, with the like the duels and the scenarios and the leaves and all these things, they do such a good job with setting up each scene to yeah. feel exactly like how you think a Japanese like Kurosawa esque movie would be like. Yeah. And they do that really well. I feel like they did that really well. I think so I, too. I even I wouldn't even go ahead. I wouldn't even say like when we say it needs more polish to me that means that there's sort of like a level of like they didn't put enough time or effort into it. Yeah, there's some like divots. That's not how that's not how I feel about it. To me it's just more of this is their first effort and it's like they didn't even know to polish it and maybe they no, should have done that's, more. That's like, that's not true. I mean these these guys made all the infamous like, games like they've made 3D action Whoa, platformers. Everyone's talking <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. Basically I think, it, there, I, I think that there's noticeable corners that were cut. Like the fact that you know, set, you go into a duel, set the duel up. It's like you're panning back and forth between these two guys. You're getting the hype all up. You're like, this is going to be so cool. Cuts all of a sudden, the camera's at your back and you're dueling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, that's pretty weak. I'm and of the it mind. It would be pretty easy for you to have popped it and then like pulled your sword and for the camera, like from that scene, to slowly go into yeah. the action. Yeah, that's true. But I, there's a lot of things where they, they have a little cutscene that they just pick in place. Yeah, so that like, they don't have to animate certain things, like petting that fox, picking place I, that cuts. Yeah, I, I just I think would, new IPs are tough. I, I think some things, I yes. Know. I'll put this Not out there. Everybody. I don't. I don't think that it's them doing it on their first try. Like this is Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch is like they're owned by Sony now. They're a major studio. They've made like what like three dozen or like at least okay. I'm, <laughs> hang on, let's let's <laughs> write it in. Yeah. They've made half a dozen. Yeah. 3D <laughs> action go. platformers, like even on this console, they've open made they've ones. made a number of them. Yeah, like they've they've done this before. I like their other open world games. Yeah, I think I think this problems too. I think like, this in particular, real. like polish. Like when I say something's wrong with polish, I think it's it comes down to is there like it, it's the difference between good enough and like fucking amazing. So like in the dual scenario, it's like. Yeah, like, it, there is this skip of scene, and, like, they were probably developing it, and they're like, okay, this is good enough. 
This is good enough to call this a yeah. duel, but it's it, you know it's not that extra. Uh, but it's good enough to do its job. That extra uh, that's the polish. You know what I mean? Like hey, this traveler's uniform looks great and it looks cool on him. And when he's standing still, it looks perfect. And he's like it could look a little bit better when he's running because it's clipping through his sword on the backside. But it's good enough. So like let's just keep moving. You know what I mean? That that's where I think the that last ten percent awesome get, like I, comes from. I, um, I just feel like it's. I get that, and I think I agree with you for the most part, but it's also like they're doing something new and different, and I know it's... They've never made a game quite like this, and Infamous had its own technical problems, too. And I feel like we're, we're focused on it as the audience, and we can, like, hone in on something. But when you're making it, like, in isolation, like, in your own bubble, I'm sure you have playtesters or whatever, but I don't know. I think sometimes some things... I agree, but I, I don't want to... I don't want to say that... I mean, I, I agree with that. It's but not an I excuse, don't want to really sound like an excuse a little bit. But, like, yeah. look at the, I know they know what a good game feels like. I was going right? to say, like, like, if, if a problem yeah. is clothes clipping, like, like Delson, whatever the fuck, from Infamous Second Son, he was also wearing clothes with things that they could clip through. You know what I mean? So it's not like these are new I did not problems. Have as much problems, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't really have though. problems with clipping yeah. as much as I think you, you guys are. It's just, just I'm, it. I'm just, yeah, I'm just using that as a particular that. example of as an unpolished element that could have been I, fantastic but it's just good I, enough i just look at this like assassin's creed one like ubisoft had made games before that and that game had some problems but it its did. essence was there and everyone was like this idea is so cool and there are really big issues here that we want fixed in the next game but we're going to give you that creative license and like that, that creative like headway to 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 put this game out, even yeah. though it has some issues. I mean, and I think in that way, it gets it gets somewhat of a pass. A- anytime you're... I mean, it's yeah, not exactly yeah. a new territory for them, because they're familiar with this style of game. But yeah, like, it is... They did try and do other things, and so maybe some, you know, compromises were made, or some things were overlooked, or what have you, and we're all like, these are all the problems we're going to point out, and we hope that they're fixed for the next game. And yeah, then... Right. But it also, at the same time, just because that's happening, that doesn't sort of... It doesn't improve the game. Yeah, I, I'll, like, I'll I put know, it this but way. It doesn't improve. I, I'll say it doesn't improve my score. I'll like, put it, that, right. all that stuff is still a problem, and so it still makes this game like good. And if any one of them was like a little bit better, like if the graphics were absolutely incredible, or if the mechanics were really really tight, like that would probably make it a great, or you know maybe an eight or a nine. But for me, like all that stuff is still dragging it down. And like this is your base, and now I hope your next game is a nine. Like I'll I'll give you a. Like here's a here's a good comparison that I can give you as like that comes back to this like you know this is your first attempt type deal. Like look at this game. Actually, I'm I'm gonna do an experiment real quick. Please hold for for just two seconds. Can I see one quick more quick fill fill the air. Because I didn't get to make the point when we were talking about the horse. Yeah, this is a super pet peeve, of, and we'll go, we'll go back to you, Scarbo. But uh, there's a super pet peeve of mine in every open world game, and this game does it too. Uh, when you're on a horse going full speed, and then you check the map, and then you go back to the world, you oh my slow god, down, yep. and it drives me crazy. The worst. Like, but uh, I will say, getting in and out of the menu it doesn't. It's not. It's not slow. You know. Um, yeah, but it does slow down your You have to re-click the button to gallop again. Okay, so so yeah, here's I mean, here's yeah. the comparison I was going to give you. Okay. Okay. So here's a game that was a first try that I think is remarkably, remarkably less of a good, like, like less of a game than Ghost of Tsushima. 
let's compare this to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay? <laughs> this is another 3D action platformer, collectum Metroidvania type deal, literally in the same thing. And, like, that game was for sure, without a doubt, their first try at this type of game. And I think on some levels they, they accomplished some pretty cool-looking things, but on many others, even mechanically, like baseline mechanics, like the way the dude runs and, like, yeah. having... Like, combat was... Ugh. It was, it was yeah. bad. Like, there so, were some yeah. very mechanically fucked-up things game. about that game. Um, took away from me, the fighting. What's that? Was this Dice? Dice, or no, no, uh, uh, the, the Titanfall people. Oh, respawn. respawn. Yeah. Respawn. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Because they, yeah. they don't make 3D action platformers. This was literally their first try at this type of game. Mm. Um, mm, Sucker Punch makes open world action adventure games, so let's not... Yeah. No, no, so that's what I'm this saying. So, so, so to me, it's like, I'm, I don't think that this was like, you know, they... Uh, you know, the, they'll they'll get them next time. It's like no, like they they know what they're doing here. I, so like, I guess I'll say it was out of their a little bit more out of their comfort zone, which I can respect. I, I, I think like, it was definitely matured. I think it was one step up from the the normal stuff that they do. But you know what's and this is just like I'm just taking this conversation in a different way because what I looked up was the Metacritic scores for both for both of these games. Jedi Fallen Order had a 79, and Ghost of Tsushima has an 83. I am beyond baffled Ouch. how these games are separated by four points like Je jedi fallen order is a bad video game well it is a yeah. bad video game it is not fun I mean, it is not order good seven, it's mechanically it's broken at best at best i was I gonna mean, say the fact that it cracked zero. 70 at all is remarkable to me a 79 that is fucking crazy to me they're saying that basically like you could you could spend your money on Jedi Fallen Order or Ghost of Tsushima and you're going to have a similar experience. And it's like, like no, you're not. Yeah, like, not but also you got to think too, like the way that people rate games. I feel like there's like a it's very high around like the 70s area as far as like games getting scores, and then it starts to dip pretty fast at like 80 ish, and then 90 it's just like it drops off. It's like a pretty steep I'm, curve. I feel also like yeah. when you play Jedi Fallen Order it's pretty impressive at first like you're like this is pretty cool i can see what they want to do the combat is decent it's i'm ready to write my review <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a jedi this is star wars the graphics are nice and it opens with that yeah. nice sort of like uncharted like you're jumping on shit or whatever so it's like i feel like it opens well and it i just don't good. trust that every like all these reviewers really oh, yeah. crush this game i, I agree with yeah. that so for sure it's one of those things that's easy to review as like an eight <laughs> game um and I don't know. I, I just there, I, there, a, a lot of people like this game though. Like every when you when you go online, when you look on Reddit, people are like, "Yeah, it's one of the best games I played last year," and that's fucking no. bullshit. Yeah, no, it's absolutely <laughs> wrong. Those people yeah. are wrong. Yeah, I mean, I also like. I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, I really like that game. Would you say it's better that, than this game? Absolutely. Hmm. By miles, I but would like, say that. But that like, what game, about it? Uh. I would say technically it's better. I would say the combat is more fluid. Like I didn't have as I like I actually in the very beginning I found the story more compelling. Like it eventually sort of got its footing, but I found the gameplay much more interesting. There in Zero Dawn, and that was a game that when it came out, every review said this is the first time that this studio has even attempted something like this True at story. all. And Correct. Yeah, gorilla. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that was a perfect example of they tried something new. They mm -hmm. know what a good video game is. 
and that's not an excuse to make something subpar. I, I, I think, think it's subpar, but to yeah, make I, I know what you mean. I, I think it's, it's a really, I think it's a really good comparison. Um, and they they do different things really well. I Horizon's def, Horizon's definitely a better game. Um, I, I I guess I just really. What I just really appreciate about this game, it's like they just put all their skill points towards this one thing, and it's Aesthetic. just so fucking beautiful. Yeah, it just makes me yeah. look like a samurai yeah. game. Totally. And that's not, the... and that's not something I get tired of. Like every yeah. time I go to a new area, it's like everything is so good looking. The birds okay. in the sky like have these formations, and it's like this is just nice to look at, and it makes up for some shortcomings. It doesn't in others, so it's like. I think this is a more beautiful game than Horizon. I, I definitely agree with that. It's yeah. definitely a more artistic game. Yeah. But, yeah. I, like, you don't enjoy don't following, a, like, a golden finch running into the side of a wall until eventually it <laughs> yeah. That is so I annoying. It. I love it so much. <laughs> now, I think... I, break that immersion. <laughs> I think much of, much of Ghost of Tsushima's appeal stems from its, its aesthetic, right? Yeah. It's artistic <laughs> direction. Speaking. It's artistic direction, it's combat, um, and it's just being samurai stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nerds like Japanese stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I had a really <laughs> solid transition there. I was going to say, Skirbo, you Sorry. were saying about your segue? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks. Thanks for that one. Two wheels, and I think it's about to cross right now. All right. Well, yeah. in, in other news, how about that for a <laughs> segment <laughs> transition? Um no, so we were talking about aesthetics, and I was going to mention this uh, this Halo situation. Um, yeah. So have you so guys seen the about news Halo? about Halo? News about Halo. There's yeah, news yes. about Halo this week. So um, so obviously we had the Xbox conference. We got a bit of a deeper dive into Halo Infinite. We got to see what's going on with it. Um, and afterwards, so there's essentially two elements of the Halo story that I kind of want to um, expound upon. The first of which is after that initial trailer, there was has been much um, disparaging talk aimed at its aesthetic, at its graphic style. People basically saying that it doesn't look very visually like impressive. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, they're saying like, that, that it looks too we flat. It, it doesn't yeah. look very yeah. It, it I, it's I not it doesn't have that much like visual fidelity to it or whatever. Um, I didn't notice it at first. But I definitely noticed it. I remember you really liked the aesthetic. You both were really into the aesthetic and the sound. Well, and both those more so the like, color palette, a, I think. Well, there's a, right, there's a difference between sort of like sort of the macro aesthetics, you know, like yeah. we're moving through this game, just look, seeing what Master Chief is saying, oh, okay. just in motion. It's like, this looks pretty cool. But like, like when you look up online and you see the still shots of the brutes and you just, and sort of the zoomed in and the detail, it looks like shit. Yeah, it like, looks like late really? PS2 stuff. Yeah. Like it's bad. Does it really look that bad? It looks bad. Look up the uh, well, pictures a, of yeah, the going. brute's face. But anyway, there's a famous. famous <laughs> there's a uh, um, there's a picture of the brute's face going around the internet. It just looks like straight out of right, like straight out of PS2, just sort of like flat planes. Yeah, like poly sort of like a, polygonal, oh, yeah. really crappy oh, yeah. looking. So that trailer. So yeah. this was addressed it looks like a skin. Just yeah. Yeah. right on top of a circle <laughs> so this was addressed by much of the uh community you know surrounding this game and essentially they're saying like why does it look like crap and all this sort of stuff and the developers actually responded uh responded to this so let me let me see if i can find the 
Let me see if I can find the exact quote. Yeah, like I gave you the too long didn't read, but there's a. They do. They were pretty upfront about it, and then they addressed it pretty quickly after hey, this. Are you talking yeah, about there's like a lot it's of still very much in development. Um, hang on, let me. It's in the blog. Okay. So they were talking about all the elements of the game and like all of the all of the stuff that makes it the way that it is like talking about the uh the new enemies and all this sort of stuff right but then they released um okay so here we go so in a blog post that was released on halo waypoint on the 30th of january uh they they basically started to address a lot of the issues that uh, of July, sorry. July? Um, they started to address a lot of the issues that people were bringing up. Um, and I'll just read a brief excerpt of this. It says, first off, we want to acknowledge that, yes, we've heard the feedback coming from parts of the community regarding the visuals in uh, the Halo Infinite campaign demo. While we, uh, while we see and hear far more positive than negative, we do want to share a bit more context. Context is a bad word to use, just saying. Um, from our perspective, there are two key areas being debated around the community, overall art style and visual fidelity. Based on our learnings from Halo 4, 5, and Halo Wars 2, uh, as well as uh, strong community feedback, we decided to shift the aesthetics, uh, we set, decided to shift back towards the legacy aesthetic that defined the original trilogy. With Halo Infinite, we are returning to a more classic art style, which was a key message uh, going back to the very first reveal um, that people were very enthusiastically positive about. I love how they have to remind their own community, remember you like this, remember you said you yeah. like this. We said we were going to do it, and now we're doing it. You yeah. better not be mad. Uh, so then they say, this translates to a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, uh, and objects with less, quote, noise. Uh, though this doesn't mean less detail. While we appreciate that this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by the decision and we're happy to see it resonating with fans around the world. Yeah, so now this is the the more (laughs) bad one. So they say, the second theme being discussed involves visual fidelity. Negative feedback in this area includes comments around characters and objects appearing flat, simplistic, and plastic-like, lighting feeling dull and flat with object pop-in. We've read your comments, uh, and we've seen some homemade examples of retouched (laughs) content, and yes, we've seen the, uh, we've heard Digital Foundry's assessments. In many ways, we are in agreement here. We do have some work to do to address the areas and raise the level of fidelity of the overall presentation for the final game. Uh, And then they go on to talk about some more details. But essentially, they're addressing the fact that they're like, ah, our game looks like shit, and we need to make it look better. It sounded more like... uh... Well, we're going to stand behind it, but uh, you get a little bit of a roar. Like, you win a little bit, too. I'll, I'll, I'll take a win, but you win, too. Yeah. I thought it would be more like, I just yeah, like, of course oh. it's not ready yet, guys. Well, like, yeah. That, a little bit more I, like, yeah, it turns out we still have a little bit of work to do. Yeah. That's I mean, that, that's literally the, actually. the next sentence uh, builds off of that. They say, uh, the build used in the campaign demo was a work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems still being finished and polished. Which to me is yeah, like, a, guys, that's, that's that old engine. Soon. <laughs> this yeah. is this old You know what thing. brings on crunch time? 
You want to bring out tell tell too many people about your game and show them too much stuff. That's what brings on crunch time. Yeah. Right now, I'm sure everyone in that studio has their head on fire. <laughs> well, what's yeah. weird? It doesn't look great. Like there are th like if you look it's at this, bad, right? I just sent a picture to the team, but it's it's like the grunt, the brute's face looks really bad, but his armor looks his okay. Armor, like the streaks of like whatever, maybe that's rain or something on it. Right. Like, that looks cool. And th to me, the gun looks okay, but I have seen. Uh, images like comparing like the BR and this trailer to the to the yeah yeah or whatever whatever gun he's using I forget but compared to the old like Halo Four and Five mm -hmm. and I know they're not going with the more like a realistic realistic approach but it looks a lot better in the old games like even yeah. just the little details the little grime in the corners like the, even in this picture alone like how you were saying the 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 armor you can see some wear and tear like it looks pretty good but then you look at this face like this flat face and the lighting doesn't make sense and yeah. it's just like so devoid of anything that's like next gen yeah it, it makes yeah, me feel I like think that's the big problem is that you're you guys have told me i've been sitting in these conferences and watching these trailers about this amazing ray tracing and these graphics and it's supposed to blow my mind and so far it's not, not even on par with yeah. what i already have like that's yeah. the biggest problem i think yeah i i agree and the the part that sketches me out is like you know this is likely going to be a launch shuttle for this system so if we're if we're talking like in all reality we're maybe three months away from this game coming out and part of me is like how much are you actually going to be able to do to like overhaul the visuals of this game in three months Nothing. like like Master Chief Collection came out at the beginning of the last console cycle, and you're barely getting that under control now. Well, and you know what makes this, this conversation even worse, which is sort of what we were talking about last time. And this is not the quote that I was going to talk about, but like they're talking about this game like, well, we took what everyone loved about Halo 1, you know what, and we just blew the walls off of it. And like that's quote, we blew the walls off of it, and now it's this sort of more open world, like you can go do what you want, you know, there's a lot more things to do. First of all, that's not what I want. Like that's not a, that's exactly. not a Halo to me. That's not what I want. That's yeah. taking a big risk. But yeah. if you're gonna that's do just that, what's hot right now. But if you're gonna do that, and this is the level of detail, you know, it like spreads out that lower level of detail over a very large area. Yeah. Um, I don't. It it's just a bad look. Really. Yeah. It could still it, be a good game. Of of anything, it's gonna raise a couple of eyebrows, and it's gonna make me be less all about it right at the start. Um, which leads it's us to say like. If you sorry, go on. I, no, I, I, it's a second kibosh transition. Not go ahead. Oh, I just can't. Right. I can't. Yeah, I guess fine. Final point. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I don't give any. Give them. There's no excuse here. Like when you look at everything that Nintendo's doing on the Switch and even back to the Wii, the Wii U and the Wii, they were always dealing with lower graphics, and like they made it work. And if you want to choose this art style, you can't just be. You can't use it as an excuse or. Like, well, yeah, the, the lower art style and gameplay. If you're art style and go ahead, Justin, art style and gameplay. I mean, both of those things play in part. It's like if you make a game and this game, let's say Halo Infinite, as a as a basis as a game, it's a good shooter. That doesn't make it a good Halo game, and I want a good Halo game. Right? Like, it's not the same. Totally like, agree. If it's an Assassin's Creed Halo game, I'm not gonna be about that. That's not what I want. That's yeah. not what I'm looking forward to. Anyway. No, I totally agree. Um. So, as far as the not being a good look type thing, this uh, this next quote, uh, our second piece of Halo news, 
could i'm not really sure what to think about it so i'm curious to see what you guys think but the halo twitter uh tweeted out on the 31st the day after they said halo is for everyone we can confirm halo infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 frames per second on xbox series x more details later well so this is an interesting thing so now the multiplayer is free to play not really sure First what to make of that, but often this is not a good thing. <laughs> Wait, I, does that, doesn't that just mean that you don't need the Xbox Live membership? I, I yes. think that means you'll be able to download the multiplayer portion of the game without paying for it. That sounds crazy. Yep. That's, that, I, that's crazy. I mean, here's the thing. For a launch title shooter, that's a guaranteed way to increase your baseline player base. For sure. sure. So, like, if your thing is, like, we need lobbies to be full all the time, you make it free-to-play. But also, the, you know, as a, you know, gamer of the 22nd century, 21st century, it's, like, free-to-play also means, like, okay, so I'm going to get a bogged-down, less-than experience that's going to be riddled with, you know, cosmetics and shit. And it's, like, the last thing I'm thinking about in a Halo game is cosmetics, <laughs> you know what I mean, or, or some sort of like? Yeah, so, uh, that's interesting. Like, that, that's interesting. It definitely does. It's like they're using. I almost, I almost don't like it. They're using Halo and that franchise as more of a tool, less than as a as a as a game yeah. that you know. They're not. They're not protecting the franchise anymore. They're just using it. Yeah, it's like it's like we know we're gonna get people who want to play this. So like, let's just you know. That's when, sad. When I think about Halo, there are a lot. I really don't want to hear the word like game games as a service. Like were you it's gonna be a platform. Maybe they mean well, but I don't want to hear the words free to play around yeah. like free to play and Halo next to each other. It just doesn't like compute in my head. It doesn't like it doesn't feel like it's this contained like Halo. Like your yeah. hand is the game and this is the game and it's all sort of like this nice and packaged thing. They want it to be like uh, Fortnite or Apex. Like they want yeah. it to be this sort of like evolving, Platform. growing yeah. thing. And maybe it'll work, but it's just well, it's it's just dirty in the experience. Like the the feeling that I try to remember because, like, now mind you, I was not an original Xbox guy, um, but I had a 360, right? And when 360 time came around and Halo 3 came out, that was a fucking moment. Like, I remember picking up my copy of Halo 3 and coming back to my dorm and we put it in and everybody on the floor had Halo 3. And it's like, yo, we're playing Halo. And it felt so cool because it's like now we all get to, like, put in this game at the same time and discover its new maps and, like, learn, all, all you know, all, how to work all the new guns and stuff. And it was a very, like... It felt yeah. monumental. But with a free-to-play thing, it's like my baseline expectation is I'm only getting a partial amount of the experience at any given time. Yeah. I never have the whole experience. I'm always just having parts of it. It's Maybe insane. more over time, but like I never have the whole thing. And that, that and just doesn't feel – it just doesn't feel good to me. You know what I mean? Because like think, I might I be – can... Sorry, Sorry Skirbo. Like, I think that can be okay. Like in games, like when Apex came out, it's fine. Or when you have a new IP, you're doing something new. This game, Grounded, just came out. Well, because expectations are like zero. Well, but yeah. You can't go, you can't change. Like it feels so, I'm trying to, in my head, figure out why it feels so wrong. And it's, it's like, because it's Halo. Through. The word is authenticity. You lose yeah. the sense of like the what made it so unique. 
Well, you dumb it down like, so, so that it's take, to a marketable package. Yeah. I so mean, like, you take everyone. Apex, for example. When we go to start Apex, it's like, hey, guys, let's play Apex Legends. We don't know what Apex Legends is, but we're like, fuck it. Let's play Apex Legends. We have nothing... We have nothing to lose. <laughs> we have nothing to lose because we don't know Apex Legends from from you know anything else. Oh, it's just like right. it's just a fucking game. But like Halo means something more. It's like yeah. there is something to lose there. It's like it's like we we have this like weird nurtured idea of what Halo is in our heads and like to turn that into like something that it's not feels more sacrilegious than just it's having like, something different altogether, you know? It's like when they made you know, a Shadow the Hedgehog game where he has guns and he shoots people. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like it just doesn't feel right, man. It's a different it just thing. Doesn't feel right. Look, but it's I. It's hard to like. It's hard to like put into words. But to me, it's an original kind of Halo guy. There is something about the way that Halo does campaign and Halo does multiplayer that they somehow feed into each other. Like mm-hmm. Halo needs its epic awesome campaign you can do it with friends it's like part of that experience and then you sort of like you take that momentum and that energy and that awesomeness of the campaign and you move that over to multiplayer and sort of relive that yeah. those moments I re- with your I, friends like i i think like a good and i don't know if like this is the same for everybody but like i feel like the experiences that i had like had that feeling with yeah you know you're going through the campaign of halo 2 i'm going through it like co-op with my buddy or whatever and like you're going through and you're shooting your grunts or whatever and then at one point you pick up the rocket launcher and you're like oh shit and then you're just messing people up with the rocket launcher and you're like this feels great uh and then when you're in multiplayer it's like when you get the rocket launcher you're like this is a big deal like this you know yeah. i've seen what this weapon can do so like now i know this is going to be great and like that, like exactly. there's in that context to me those things fed into each other because i i could respect the weapon more because i've seen it used in this other context and when you take those two things the multiplayer and the campaign and specifically the way that halo did them and then you apply words you know like free to play games that are as a platform open world knocking Mm -hmm. the walls down like choose your own kind of adventure none of those things like are what it used to be and doesn't feel right and I, this is not to say that this, they couldn't do it, but they're just not inspiring me with hope, especially based on, you know, this isn't Bungie. This is 343. And yeah. based on the last couple games, they keep missing the mark in some way. And it doesn't sound like, it doesn't look like they really understand what they have. This, this is a weird, a weird comparison, but like oddly similar. So uh, when Resident Evil 3 remake came out, it's like, you know, I, I, I have a very deep love for the Resident Evil franchise. I know what those games are supposed to be. I know what they're supposed to feel right. like. It, You know, I understand that. And when that game came out, it was bundled with this game, Resident Evil Resistance. A online, right. yep. asymmetric, multiplayer, procedurally generated, <laughs> free-to-play, you know, competitive game. And I'm like what the fuck is this? And like, I play it and it's just like, this is not anything like what Resident Evil is. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not even close. And it's like, you know, I understand that those are apples and oranges, but it's like, you put the word Resident Evil on this and and you're, and you're totally just like, just the vibe that the whole game is putting off is not similar in any way, shape or form. Um, It's getting away from it. I'm wondering if it's just Bungie just, 
they just can do special things like that. Like Destiny has its problems, but I remember going through that campaign, and like I, I think the last mission, there was it was like intense, and I was like, this is striking some chords of like, yeah. like um, the Maw, you know, like driving out and just like explosions and there's shit going on. And you're just like you're getting amped up, and it just creates that epic moment, and that's Halo to me. Like it's not. It's not Battlefield, it's not Fortnite, it's not Apex, it's not these, it's not this, all of these other games. It's its own, like, it's so cinematic and you're just, I don't know, it's different. It's interesting, you're hitting an interesting point. It almost feels like 343 got fed up with trying to be a Bungie. And they're like, you know, this next game, we just gotta, we gotta try to be our own studio, guys. <laughs> and this is what we got. Maybe we should just be playing Destiny. <laughs> like, maybe that's what we're learning here. <laughs> It makes me feel Look, like a lot. If you play Destiny, it feels way more like a Halo game. Yeah, than... I feel like we were saying that when Destiny One came out. We we're like, this feels more yeah. like Halo than Halo today. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. And like the gameplay is just wow. This whatever three four three is doing, they need to be doing like this. Like this feels what I like what I remember. It feels like an evolution of Halo, just gameplay wise. Yeah. Um. So I think Bungie just has their shit together, and yeah. it's a three four three. Well, maybe a tough they just job. know how to make. Halo, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know how to make that kind of game. Yeah, you know what, whatever that is, I want it. And I yeah. like, broke the molds. Yeah, you can't just make another studio that's like, learn from them and do it. Doesn't give it back. Like to, give it back to Bungie. How crazy would that be? Give it back. Yeah, no. It's be... like you know. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna go into that. I'll tell you later. Go on. It would be crazy. Um, so I think we only really have time for one more uh yeah, topic. Okay. I just wanted to briefly touch on this Nintendo Giga Leak thing. Have you guys looked at this at all? Like, have you seen no, the happenings? I but it's heard, really yeah. called the Giga Leak. I feel like there's probably a story behind Born that, but it feels like that's Nintendo branded as well. I don't know why. Yeah, it's so like... so the story goes that, um, you know, I think a couple months ago, some hacker... Okay, so I'll, I'll try to give you the specific <laughs> story, but, like, broadly. So there was a hacker who hacked into this company called Broadon, okay? Broadon is the company that makes the chips for Nintendo consoles, right? Like, it's an ATI chip, but it's manufactured by this company, Broadon, okay? Uh, So this hacker basically broke into their database or whatever, and they started pulling out all of this insane information uh, from... that basically tears down like consoles and games from generations past. So this most recent leak basically exposed everything from like the N64 and like um like Super Nintendo and N64 era like just blew the the top right off of it. Um and the types so like, of leaks are wide and varied as far as like what they've shown in them. Um, and you guys know I'm into like retro stuff, so to see some of this shit is just totally mind-boggling. So, for example, uh, they hacked into an early, like early versions of like the Mario World games, and they saw some original sprites for Yoshi. Have you seen these original Yoshi sprites? Okay, yeah, I have not, but I am fiercely interested yeah. right now. I'm about to say, like, what did I'll... they possibly learn? Like what chips they're using, or like what the board looks like? So, so, so they would. They so, if they manufactured the chips for these games, they would keep all of like the beta information from these games on the chips because they they had to run like develop uh, like developer versions of them, right? So they have like all the original sprite work, all of the original stuff through every iteration of the game. 
So, um, okay. So, Alex, I'm going to drop this picture of Yoshi into the, the chat thing, and you're going to vividly describe it to our listeners, okay? So, here we go. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> oh, goodness. He, so, it's, it actually looks like uh, like a Muppet. You know, like a Muppet with a big... <laughs> well, long... I would not think Muppet, but yeah, you're right. Like, well, because there is a Muppet with like this big, long beak that sticks out and like the shorter lower jaw. It does and he's got these, like, these skinny legs and giant eyes. That um, looks and... like a human's leg. Oh, it's like um, like how they do vultures in um, like Looney Tunes or something. Just yeah. long, skinny neck, kind of round head and a long top beak thing. Yeah, I mean, but this is what one of the production versions of Yoshi would originally look like. Could you imagine if this was our Yoshi? <laughs> I like, I like his his like I sexy mean, legs. His legs are very. Sexy. It is, it is kind of more dinosaur looking. Like I yeah. see what they were sort of going for. Like it's a little more, it looks a little more like a Velociraptor. You know, like yeah. it's got the longer legs and the smaller body. But Tiny T Rex uh, arms. It is not cute, you know. Yeah, it's so. definitely not cute. It, it's not. It's not he's it's not classically not. handsome. That is not. Yeah. yeah, this is not what I would imagine Nintendo would come out with. But anyway, so we've we've seen things like this. We found information about unreleased games. If you remember the, uh, actually, Justin, this will ring uh, pretty heavily with you. But uh, remember the old Zelda sixty four footage and screenshots from back in the day yeah so they've found I, I, all of those models and like from the trailers and stuff and they were able to reconstruct all of those dungeons like oh my god yeah it's that's it, amazing it's crazy um let me see if i can find a uh, an example I of that distinctly one of him one of link back to in town cobblestone floor next to a building and there's a girl i know i remember another one where what is this? Is this the YouTube video? This is a video of a of so modders have basically taken the files of these original dungeons and basically reconstructed them all like from the ground up. So like in this one, he actually shows like where in the trailers you would see these things and stuff. So it it's just really wild to see that all of these kinds of things exist. Probably the biggest leak so far was. Uh, they actually found coded into Mario 64 a full character model for Luigi. So yeah. everyone always thought Luigi was in the game, and lo and behold, he actually is in the game. Wow. Not accessible as a real character, he, but a thing. He looks good. Yeah. He, dude, it's it's pretty crazy. And then I was he actually did. sharing this with Potts earlier today. Um, another part of all these leaks is they found all of the uncompressed audio files from many of the uh n64 games that we love so this and i'm sure you're all going to click on it and start listening stuff on whenever you're free just like click on this and just kind of click around in the the bar and listen to some of the voices this is the complete uncompressed voice lines for star fuck 64 and they sound so weird (laughs) it is so strange like you listen to like slippy's voice and they all sound human it's like it's very weird <laughs> yeah. but it's it's like unnaturally good sounding you know mm. um but yeah it's just like it's wild like the rabbit hole of this stuff just keeps going further so, wow one, one sort of consequence of this i heard is that you know people can now completely recreate this game like hd yeah uh and it you know, because it, but because it never had this kind of access, these this source code before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we yeah. could really be looking at not just sort of like a, a cleaned up version, but like a like a legit HD Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. make me a new would... fucking Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I've waited long enough. You hear that rumor <laughs> that's going around that Ocarina of Time's coming out on uh, Switch? Switch? I would. Yeah, we talked about it. I mean, I'll buy that game every single every single Nintendo console that comes. I don't care. Yeah, but like what? Like an I'll old just game? keep getting it every time. Like I, th I think it would be a port of the 3DS okay. version, which honestly was a really good version of that game. That's not what I want. That's yeah, not like, what you want. No, no give give me. Let me play the port. Yeah, give me a like remastered same game. Yeah, but I wanted I'll, a Shadow of the Colossus treatment. Oh no! Um, See, I'm I'm with Justin. Any version that. of of this game that you'll give me, I will buy. Yeah. I'll <laughs> still get it. it. I'll still get it, but it's not what I want. That's like <laughs> it's funny. That's though, I'm old. watching this Zelda Redungeon Remaster, whatever, and like I, you're absolutely right. Like this looks really good, and it the textures look really bad. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's it's crazy that they're just able to to reconstruct this. And when you look at the comparison pictures, they're like these shitty low res pictures yeah. from these original. Uh, yeah. What you call it? The, the original videos that they took? It's just absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, so anyway, so just just a cool and interesting thing that's happening in the that world really of games cool. I right want to know, so are they still going down the rabbit hole? Did Nintendo not kibosh this by now? So the we're mm -hmm. under the impression that the hacker who started leaking this stuff, because this is not the first leak. Uh, a couple of months back, he leaked something else or she or whatever. Um I can't remember what the first one was, but I, th I believe it was, like, the entire source code for the original Wii. So you could, like, basically just build a Wii on your own. Like, all of the BIOS files, like, everything that makes the Wii what it is was, like, basically released. This is kind of the, the second wave of stuff that's coming. So I'd be curious. I'd imagine that whoever has all of these leaked files will continue to leak stuff out over time. But uh, wow. only time so will tell. If they re really quickly, just last thing. If they um, if they recreated the the Zelda one, did they pull Luigi out of Mario sixty four? And like, yeah, they've they've it? reconstructed his entire model and put him in the game. Like, uh, gonna... <laughs> and the model looks okay. great. It looks yeah. really really good. Um, and how different is it than Mario? Like, because I just saw Luigi, I wasn't sure. Oh, how dude, he looks was. really good in comparison to Mario too. He's a little taller, and He's a little taller I, and a little skinnier. Alex. Yeah. yeah, like he, he looks like a proper character. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I want to see him standing side by side with Mario, but yeah, he does. His head does look a little thinner. Yeah. So it this. Uh, oh, the, oh, you, you do have one side by side. Here's a oh, here's a yeah, video. Yeah. That looks great. Here's they a video of the fully restored <laughs> version of Luigi in game, and he uh, looks great. Yeah, he looks really good. Wow, hilarious. All right. Yeah. So that's that. Well, guys, I think that'll bring episode 199 to a close. We're talking about maybe getting together for episode 200, reuniting the group for our big 200th episode. Oh, man. It has been five months. Maybe we'll just talk about, Long like, yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about it's on so the 200th much, episode. It's so much easier to not talk over each other when we're in the same room. I agree. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think there's some inherent delay with Zoom calls to, you know... It makes this whole thing a little bit more challenging. Yeah, it just happens. Mm, um, right. But we're going to give it a shot, I think. Uh, since things are better in our area, yeah. we're going to be safe about it, as should you all wear yes. your, wear your masks. Beach in Florida. <laughs> wear your masks, everyone. Everyone wear your masks. Everyone be safe. But for now, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Alex. 
All right. Thank you, I'm Jasmine. And we'll see you guys in the next <laughs> one. Peace, everybody. <laughs>